<laughs> and we're live. And we're live. I really love having our own audio. Yeah, having mics is really nice. I think I need a mic stand, <laughs> personally. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, having a mic stand with a swing arm would be nice. But I'm just like so grateful that we have equipment now that... I'm glad that the mic isn't over there. <laughs> yeah. Hey! Here we are! <laughs> anyway, <laughs> welcome to AA for Entrepreneurs. I'm Adam. I'm Andrew. And we are here for another exciting edition. I think we're episode 36. Yikes, that's my lucky number for some it, reason. Really? Yeah. Any particular reason? I don't know. Yeah. I don't I'm know. Like that I'm sure. 28. I, I like, think I just like the number. <laughs> yeah, 36. I'm not sure. I know what, when I was in, I did football freshman year in high school. That was my number. So sense. I think that kind of stuck. Just kind of correlated like all through life. You're just like, yeah, this 36. is my number. 36 is it. The high school freshman football. I didn't even like it. <laughs> I feel that people call me Gandhi in in, in football back then because I I was bald and I had glasses and you know I yeah. was in eighth grade so I had did no you, facial hair. Did you like being called Gandhi? Eh, you know, it was a nickname. It was a nickname. You know, I read a lot of Gandhi books back in the day. Yeah, it's <laughs> lots be- of them. It's better than being called Twitch. Oh. I wouldn't want that. <laughs> uh, me either. I wasn't called oh, Twitch. Was like, I'm just. They called you Twitch. Why no. were you twitching, Andy? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I've got a uh, condition. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, anyways, I'm, I keep like looking at your camera. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. But we are back. We're super excited. Um, you know, we just had an increase of four new listeners over the past week, so that's pretty exciting. Wow. I love you four and all you other before, too. Yes. All you other before oh, and yeah. the four. Four and before. <laughs> Lots of four today. Both of us are freaking exhausted. <laughs> We're both literally leaving here and, and changing and going for a hike just to like get some energy back in our lives. But for now, we're here podcasting and, you know, thank you all for listening, watching. If you haven't already, please make sure you subscribe. Uh, Our podcast numbers are going up. I can't see the subscription numbers. They don't they don't allow me to see that. But, you know, we, we are finally showing up on Apple Podcasts as rated five stars, which is awesome. Thank you to all y'all that are rating us. Uh, Make sure that you do that for us, too. And uh, yeah, let's hop right into this shit. (laughs) Yeah. And it's a tough one because we're not we're not really used to going from uh, just the two of us podcasting week after week after week. So it is it is hard to come up with stuff to talk. But usually we'll have like a guest in between. So there's like two weeks of buffer zone for things to happen and uh, life to be lived yeah, and to kind of like discuss what we're doing, you know, and, right. and it's been nice to have it every other week, but just trying to plan ahead for the end of the month and into June, you know, yeah, the circumstances. Sometimes you just got to work with the hands that hand that you've been dealt. That's that's business, you know. Like we uh, we are constantly changing what we're doing, constantly reevaluating what we're doing to see if we need changes, and it's just life, man. I think if you can't handle always reevaluating like you're gonna have a real hard time in in life yeah you gotta you gotta get out of the kitchen (laughs) for sure for sure dude you have some exciting stuff coming up right now you have uh you have your music video coming up soon don't you yeah actually uh on may 11th i think it's a monday i'm uh or i don't i think it's the 11th 
it's definitely the Monday. Whatever this upcoming Monday is, is the music video. So that's super, super fun. Like, I just love doing those. It's such a great time. Yeah. And this this specific one, I uh, I also added a vlog. So I started a vlog seeing if I could get a six-pack in six weeks. So i kind of been doing one week, uh, like one almost one workout per week, for the six weeks, and uh, it's been a journey. I completely missed week three. Like, I didn't, I didn't do anything. <laughs> I saw that. You're like, uh, I didn't do week three, guys. My bad. But here we <laughs> yeah, go. <laughs> yeah. Here's like, so it was pretty much six pack in six weeks, skipping one week. <laughs> so it's still time, getting it done. Yeah, time is running out. We'll see. We'll see how it works. There's still two more weeks to go. So, dude, how did you even like get into? I mean, I've done music videos for myself, so that's the reason I was in them. But how do you? you get into somebody else's music video yeah so i actually it was right i was randomly uh talking to this a friend of mine who i used to work with uh 12 years ago you know, back in like 2007 or 2006 and she messaged me on facebook she actually shared a uh, super embarrassing picture of me that was taken when pictures like just cameras were just put on cell phones like yep. we didn't there was no facebook i don't even think there was myspace back then it looked like the picture was taken on a potato yeah yeah exactly right it was all fuzzy <laughs> and uh so she shared that and i'm like uh remove that from my timeline i don't want that to be in my history <laughs> so, I, so i removed it from my timeline but i was like i, I can't I, i'm so happy to hear from her because i hadn't i hadn't seen or talked to her in, yep. in months um, years so i said how's it going and we ended up getting to talking friendly conversation back and forth and then i went to the gym and i was doing uh, this actually the the routine that i'm doing now i was doing back then hmm. and uh I ended up hitting my head really hard. I was doing a muscle up and I'm an idiot. So I, as I was pulling up, I, it was at the end of the workout and I was jumping. And as I jumped, I pulled myself, pulled my head into the bar. Oh. Yeah. So I actually hit, hit, that's the hardest I've ever hit my head. I ended up falling down like on my knees and I thought I bit my tongue off. I ended up spitting on the floor thinking there'd be blood everywhere. Thankfully, I still have a. <laughs> thankfully, I still have my tongue. For those who are just listening, I just Ladies. have my tongue up. <laughs> anyway, I was like, I felt drunk, I felt woozy, drove home, and um, and then I read my messages, and it was her, and she said, "Hey, I work for this band. I'm like, I do, I sell merch," hmm. and. She said, the lead singer's looking to shoot a music video and they're looking for a lead male. You should apply. And I was like, well, all right, sure. I don't have any pictures. So I went into my bathroom upstairs, took off my shirt and took like a bathroom selfie and sent that to him. Like, I don't know what I was thinking. I, I was like concussed. <laughs> <laughs> this seems right. <laughs> and then he got back to me in like two days saying, yeah, you're in. So that's... It worked out. The first, the first music video that was the that was the most fun, dude. That was so funny. Like it was such a good time. Then the second one, and now it's the third one. It's coming up. Third. Third. Yeah, this is the third. I, I forgot I this to share your second. I forgot to share the second one. <laughs> I should do that. Yes, you should. <laughs> so what you're saying is, in order to you know be in somebody else's music video, hit your head really hard. <laughs> yes, or just. <laughs> 
put the ego aside and be like, I don't care that this is like really weird that I'm taking a picture in the bathroom. It's all I got. Just do it. Yep. You know, just go for you gotta it. Do what in. You got to do. Yeah. Speaking of uh, music, I'm actually releasing a new song this Friday. And I actually, I just realized that it's not the 10th on Monday because it's the 10th on Friday. So it's the 13th. 13th. Okay. It makes sense. Favorite numbers. That's actually when my daughter is going to be four months old. Wow. Crazy. Crazy. Doing my first stand up on Saturday. Yeah. You got so much going on. <laughs> I'm just like, my plate's full. Let me put more on. <laughs> yeah. Just right. Pile it on there. <laughs> there's, there's some vertical space yeah. that we can heap. <laughs> just like builds. How's eyes. do it? How's do having a heaping plate full of yummy food and balancing having a, a four month old daughter? Challenging. Extremely challenging. So like, especially with my schedule being the way it is, I really have to work with my fiance to like have her be able to work and pay her bills too. So she typically works morning shifts and like four to 10, four to 12. Ugh, I could never do that. Like, that's just not me. And so bless her for doing that, making that sacrifice so that I could keep pushing on with all the business stuff that we're doing. But you know, like yesterday she woke up at 430 and didn't go back to sleep. And I think I got like four hours of sleep, maybe five. Today, she woke up multiple times throughout the night. And um, then they were doing construction in front of my house at 7 a.m., rumbling the whole house. So she didn't sleep well. Neither did we. <laughs> but, you know, you just, again, you got to always readjust and try to figure out how to just use your energy in the, in the right way. And then you know, just overdose on coffee. <laughs> coffee, that's huge. <laughs> I'm literally drinking like four cups of coffee a day. It's terrible. But, you know, I drink it black. So at least like I'm not, you know, getting the sugar and the milk and all that other stuff. But it's pretty acidic, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's bitter water. But it helps. It keeps the engine running. Flavored bean water. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, been a, it's been a challenge. But it's also been pretty awesome, you know. When I'm feeling down... It's really easy to come back up, you know, like with a little girl that, you know, she wakes up and even though you're exhausted and like, hey, baby. And she's like, yeah, that's <laughs> like, cheerful. All right. I'm awake now. <laughs> so it's it's been it's been it's been amazing. And, and, you know, Mother's Day is coming up Sunday. It's going to be my fiance's first Mother's Day as a yeah. mother. And Happy Mother's Day, Courtney. Yeah. <laughs> she'll probably well i'll make her watch this week's video <laughs> as i so often do yeah or, or she'll catch it like five years from now or something <laughs> she's like i want to see what shit they were talking about me back <laughs> <laughs> man but it's it's just been such a blessing like i can't even believe she's gonna be four months old on monday and God, it's it's so different than, you know, with my son. And I just keep saying that, but it just really is like, first of all, having a girl turn me into the biggest softie ever. Yeah. And now seeing my son be a huge softie as well, like turns me even to more of like a mush pile. And I'm, it's just it's it's so great that I'm able to spend so much time with her, even though I'm working so much. It's it's just it's so awesome. I yeah, it sounds like it's important. You don't have to be macho all the time. Yeah, basically, it's uh, you know, I get to do me, and I'm I'm kind of just I'm starting to show that to Instagram and stuff like that now, like just singing goofy songs. Like for some reason, she really like if I hold her up, and, and I'm like, baby, baby, and she's like, ah, ah, 
<laughs> like enjoying it. Yeah, like, this like, is amazing. Like she's laughing. Her laugh is so cute because like for those that don't have kids, babies don't know how to laugh at first. So they're just kind of like, Ugh. now that she's starting to learn how to laugh, she's like, <laughs> she's like learning how to laugh. It's funny. It's so fun, man. Like it just brightens up my whole day. Like I could come home from a 12, 16 hour day and just see her and feel energized again. Like I'm ready to go some more, you know? Yeah. But isn't it strange how babies and dogs have a way of doing that where you yeah. could, you could be in a stultifyingly boring waiting room at a doctor's office and everybody's kind of glum looking at a magazine or looking at their phone with like this melancholic look on their face and then a baby baby strolls in by itself no with a with a mother and all of a sudden it starts laughing or something and the whole room just lights up dude an example a great example of that we went to uh veg fest last last weekend two weekends ago and i was holding her like this facing out and literally everybody was like oh and like she would smile at them they're like oh my god oh my god she's so cute like literally people just walk and like when they see her they're like ah. just change like hundreds literally hundreds of people's days like they were just smiling at her and they were it's so many people were like it's so good to see your baby here is she like a vegetarian baby i'm like I mean, she's breast milk. Do you guys, are you guys that militant? Like it's, <laughs> it's from an animal. Technically. Right. And they're like, no, that's fine. What about mom? I'm like, she eats vegetarian. I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah. So it was definitely an experience. And like, I feel like it's like that wherever we go, grocery store, same thing. People literally are like, can I see your baby? Like, yeah, dude, come here. Uh-huh. People Mostly love, old people. People love, especially old people. They love babies. It's that unconditional love that cats don't give you that dogs and babies do. Yeah, that's incredible. I wish I wish I had that much energy when I was tired. Every time I'm tired, I literally can't do anything. I'm, I'm miserable. I get absolutely like cranky and I'm like, no, I don't want to do I don't want to see anybody. I just want to sleep. We've had those nights where we're working for like. 14 hours together and i'm like all right what's next and you're like Bro. I, dude i can't do it anymore <laughs> i dude come on and, uh, man <laughs> yeah i gotta go i gotta go to bed it's like uh I, I think i've said it before but it's like it's like a sun to the plant i need time to like just either sleep or just be alone yeah and if i don't have that i get like i gotta get out of here yeah yeah definitely it seems i i've noticed about you that you're like very empathic I don't know if you realize that about yourself. Like, I feel like you suck in other people's energy. Totally feel it, yeah. Yeah, and like, so when, you know, you're around somebody for too long, sometimes their energy, you can just kind of be like, ah, I just need to be alone and refocus my energy. Totally, yeah, 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 exactly, exactly right. And I, I do that with, with writing, too, but... And it's something I'm going to be doing a lot in the next couple of weeks. A lot of writing, a lot, a lot of reading, of, a lot of reading, a lot of meditating, and a lot of walking slowly uphill. Today is uh, May seventh. You are leaving in exactly two weeks. That's terrifying. I'm just. I just want to note that I am terrified of how little time there is left. I just thought there'd be more, there'd be more time. I think. I don't know. Maybe it's just a a huge thing. It's. 
We'll see. It's going to we'll be life-changing, man. man. I believe in you. I have so much faith in you, and I know you're going to fucking crush Denali. Yeah, I'm going to crush him, but I'm still, there's like, there's that, that little glimpse inside. That's, it's like before I go on stage, it's like, ooh, those yeah. butterflies, man. Like, how, how do you feel about going on stage this I'm weekend? I'm terrified. <laughs> right. I haven't practiced once. I haven't done anything, like, to prepare besides, like, actually have the, 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 the comedy bit actually written and, and memorized, but... Hey. That's like 75% of the battle. Yeah, true. It's just having it written. And that's funny because I actually was laying there at night. This was after we had talked about stand-up comedy. And then I made a post about it, which is kind of like my way of being like, I'm committed now. I have to do this. And um, I I went to bed that night and I'm just laying there and I'm like, "Ah, ooh, that's a funny joke. Oh, shit, that's a funny joke. I got to get up. I got up and started writing down like my punchlines. Like if you look at the paper, it says like clit. <laughs> <laughs> and that's funny because you know what I'm talking about too because I played you my thing. Yeah. Um, and then it's like being a pussy because of the baby girl. And then uh-huh. like, like just like little notes and off of that, I just expanded it. And like I would be bored in the, in the car practicing, you know, like a month ago. And I, I got my whole thing down for the most part. I have like the last minute or so that I'm not sure how I want to do it. Yeah. But we'll see how it is. You know, yeah. the amazing thing is that you, you're already writing about your life. And that's that a lot of comedians, not that I'm an expert or anything, but a lot of me, comedians from my he, what I hear is that they don't really start talking about themselves until well into their career. So it's like everything that you've done in your past has kind of been leading up to you being successful on stage as yep. a stand-up comic. Yeah, and I think it'll, I don't think it's going to be something I just do once. I really don't. Like, I just, I feel like it's going to be so fun. And, like, it's going to be at the Summit Lounge where all my cannabis community yeah. people are, you know? Like, right. it's going to be different because I've never been inappropriate with them like that. Like, my whole, my whole shtick is inappropriate. <laughs> totally. Because that's just, like, my favorite kind of humor. But, um, so that'll be interesting. And then... It's, it's actually funny that you talk about the story because somebody was like, oh, when are you going to start talking about your story of what you did in Wyoming? <laughs> yeah, like, when are you going to do that? January. I have to wait seven years for certain reasons. And uh, we will talk about it after the seven years. And the seven years is basically October. And I'm waiting till January just to be safe. <laughs> Good. Good. Yeah. Well, that's going to be fun. Yeah. It's, I have some crazy stories, man. And like coming soon, just, just what we were even doing out there is incredible. And it it taught me a lot about what we're doing now. So we got some questions from our listeners and well, actually Andy got some questions from our listeners. Um, and we're going to answer those because we actually were talking last week about how valuable the the section of answering other people's questions for them was in our past podcast and how good of content it was so we wanted to kind of get back to that you know like we want to directly help you guys out as much as humanly possible and this is kind of like the best way like we're again we're not the gurus we're just a couple of schmucks but perspective is everything and even if you gain the perspective of a schmuck it could help you <laughs> yeah i mean we've made it as far as we've made which not very far but we have we've got some years behind us and we do know a little bit some stuff marginally yeah we're, we're definitely learning Ele- elementary level more and maybe. more every day you know what like if we were to compare our knowledge in entrepreneurship to an elementary school kid then all of those people before us they're still preschool 
Yeah. Right. There's We're in like second grade. Yeah. <laughs> right. And there's there's always going to be people that are in kindergarten. There's always going to be people that are just coming into preschool. Yep. So. And not, not as to say that you are, you could be well above us and thank you for watching. But every once in a while, we'll have somebody write in and they're, they've got a question with whatever um, thing in life that they're dealing with. Uh, and this question comes from Chris Silva. Thanks for writing in, Chris. Um, he says, what advice or tips could you provide me for, this, for a face-to-face -face position as a bud tender? Face-to-face -face interview? interview? Interview, yes. So I was actually uh, listening to Gary V yesterday for the first time in a long time. Like I've been so busy lately. And honestly, Joe Rogan's podcast in the past like month or so have been on fire. So and they're long as hell. So they take up a lot of time, you know. So I got I got time to listen to Gary V yesterday. And he said that most interviewers are doing it wrong. Right. They are asking you what you can do for the business when really they should be asking uh, what they can do for you, you know, they have to bring value to you just as much as you have to bring value to them. Um, and I think when looking for a job, you want to look for a company that is gonna value who you are, not only as an employee, but as a person. And before you can value somebody as an employee, you have to value them as a person. So just because it's a bud tender position, maybe you want to get into the cannabis industry, don't get too excited to the point where you kind of have a blinder over you where like, you know, they're not going to treat you good, but you just want to get your foot in the door, you know, really analyze how they're speaking to you, the questions they're asking you. And then as soon as you, if you do decide that that's the right fit and you get hired, jump in like cannonball style and uh, bring more value than anybody else that works there. Yeah, I, I would say is passion, mm. right? When you go all, all of what you said and you go in there and you, you have passion. So bud tenders, that's relatively new yeah. in, in the whole scope of society. But if we look back and compare it to other things, what we can compare it to maybe a farmer at a flea market, maybe, right? Or uh, a bartender. Mm. And what do people go when they go to bars? Really, they they want to talk to the bartender because they, maybe they enjoy talking to them, kind of like a therapist. So really, it's really important to be good with people and make, make that known in the interview. That, and there's, there's like little, little tips and tricks on how to be, listen, listen well, ask, ask questions and show that you appreciate whoever you're being interviewed. Uh, and again, just let the passion radiate, know what you're going into. Uh, if a bartender, let's say they are really good at talking with people, they're a good social skills and they're kind of good at making drinks. Good enough for me. Yep. <laughs> you can kind of make a drink. That's perfect. But you know, let's say someone who's like the pro at making drinks can't talk to anybody. Not interested as a, if I were hiring for bartenders, I'd want someone who's good with people. Um, I have done a lot of work at farmer's markets. And if, if you're at a, a farmer's market, again, people want to talk. Mm. They want to tell you how they live their life. They want to tell you why they like organic food. So listen, be really good at listening in that, in that interview. It's really important. Show that you like to listen, show that you are really passionate about the cannabis industry and know the products too. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, <clears throat> I think, 
when you actually get in there, you want to be like what you're saying with the bartender. You want to be the person that everybody wants to come to. I don't think bud tenders make commission, but if a manager sees that everybody's asking for you and skipping over Sally to come to you and, and choosing to wait five, 10 minutes, that's a lot of value you're bringing to a company, you know? And I think, again, for us, like if we were hiring somebody, that's what we'd be looking for is somebody that stands out above everybody else is real, isn't trying to be the PR version of themselves in an interview. Cause you could tell, you know, like I've showed up stoned to pretty much all my interviews. I'm real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so if we were to break that down simply, it would be, be real, be yourself, have knowledge and be passionate. Absolutely. And thank you for your question, Chris. Yeah. Appreciate awesome. it. Um, so the other question comes from someone. I don't know if she wanted me to name her, so I won't. Um, but she's got a clothing line and she's really invested in learning about marketing. Mm. So she wants to know marketing in the clothing industry. I think, uh, no matter what industry you're in, marketing is very similar. I don't want to say exactly the same, but very similar in the fact that you basically want to create like an experience for somebody who you're advertising to, like you want to make them feel something like you can't just, you know, put out an, uh, a picture of an Oreo, right? You, you got to have some family sitting around the table, laughing, giggling, dipping their Oreos into milk, you know, and eating it. And you're like, wow, I really want some Oreos right now. Yeah. And that's exactly what you need to do with your clothing too. like, you know, make it, unique make it an experience make it something that people feel you know like explain your story as to how you designed that explain your story as to why you decided to get into clothing in the first place you know really make people connect with not only your product but you as a business owner because i think in this day and age branding yourself is more important than whatever product you're branding. Absolutely. I couldn't, I couldn't agree more. Marketing yourself is, is such a good strategy for any business. Um, if I was thinking recently, I investigated like uh, polyester and there was this one particular company who was marketing their, their jackets. That's like fleece jackets by saying that it takes eight water bottles, eight plastic water bottles to make a jacket. Hmm. So they're saying that we're preventing plastic bottles from going into landfills with our jackets. So essentially buy our jackets because this is what we're helping the, the, the earth yep. warm yourself, not the planet is what they said. And like, Oh, that's so cool. That's so cool. And then another, another big trend in that I'm seeing is hemp people that are marketing their clothes as being hemp. So they're really getting behind, um, a greater good. And then people are more apt to go with helping the environment. Everybody wants to contribute. Everyone wants to make things better. So by buying this X product over Y, they're going to do it every single time. Yep. 100%. It's all about the feels, especially in this day and age. There's so many products out there, so many, and you have to stand above the rest of them. And it's all about innovating and, uh, you know, creating an experience for sure. Yeah. Speaking of experience, um, we are seven days into getting experience with growing hemp. Yes. And it's, 
it's been an amazing adventure so far. We're like three weeks in on this whole thing, right? And and just the 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 life that we've been living. And we're not. I'm not mean by meaning to say that we're living luxurious. Yeah, we're not on yachts or anything. <laughs> not even close. But it's just like it's an adventure. The whole thing is a journey. So we ended up getting our seeds. I don't know if we mentioned that already. We did get our seeds. They've okay. been last week. We were saying we should be getting our seeds. You're right. So we did. We finally got our seeds, um, and we germinated them. And now they're about eighty, ninety percent germinated, and they've they've bumped into their uh, seedling stage. Mm-hmm. That's it. Makes me so happy. Like just to put it into perspective, we popped hundred and twelve seeds, one hundred percent legally. Hundred percent. I've I've never seen this many cannabis plants. <laughs> Neither have I. The most I've I've had you know going at once was like thirty, and I only did that because I knew I was going to cull eighteen of them because I could only have twelve plants, so I wanted to choose right. the best ones. And you know, similarly. We are going to cull any ones that look weak or anything like that, which is why we're able to, you know, do 112 of them. But we're also buying another 100 seeds. <laughs> yep. That's going to happen soon, right? Within the next couple of days, probably by the end of the week, we'll have another 100 seeds. <laughs> it's so many. nonstop, man. It's really nonstop. And I actually, like, it's been kind of sad for me because I haven't seen the plants since we put them into their cubes. But I trust and believe in this man here, and he's a super intelligent person and uh you know i'm so excited and honored to be in this journey with you brother amen real. <laughs> the, the hemp plants are strong there's one there's one particular one that's probably like the the size of a paper clip now and and we've been calling it tom brady <laughs> it's the goat <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh do, I, do we want to speaking of tom brady do we want to talk about that what the, the chiropractor tom, tom brady Oh, that's interesting. Why not? Yeah, sure. I was like, <laughs> so what the hell are you talking we about? We had somebody reach out to us who their chiropractor is the New England Patriots chiropractor. And uh, he was inquiring about our products. And uh, I'm actually, I got to give samples to him this week. I already made them. I just got to divvy it out. But, uh, you know, if everything goes right, Tom Brady might be getting our salve rubbed on him and he might Maybe. be playing football till he's 60 because of it. <laughs> Absolutely. What what a marketing tactic to use NFL stars to market your products. Like who's done that before? <laughs> Once we get that pre-order in, like Chris Collins said, what's your unfair advantage? Uh, Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's pretty much where we're at now. Yeah. We're uh, so just as, as a reminder, we'll be back again in this format with just Andy and I uh, next week. And then the week after that is going to be a really, really, really quick podcast. Like we're only going to have one angle. It, we're going to shoot it probably on like Sunday night and only for like 15 minutes, just as like Andy's leaving literally on Tuesday. We don't want to have to do any editing. We want to be able to put it out and let him focus on this major, major accomplishment that he's about to do i'm gonna fucking destroy this mountain in the best way i'm not gonna destroy it i'm not even gonna leave a trace but i'm gonna win yes and uh while he's gone you know i'm gonna be setting everything up if if you know hopefully we have the investors and everything in by then and finalized i'll be setting everything up so hopefully by the time you come back shit's just like starting to be built and rolling and I, I honestly don't know what I'm going to do if I come back and you say, hey, great news. 
let's sh- I want to show you the lab. <laughs> <laughs> like we we got the money. Here it is. Our life is now forever different. Yeah, I mean, because I would also have to uh, let you know to stay in Washington because we'd have to go out for that training. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would make the trip again. I don't and care. You'd have to call your job while you're on the mountain and be like, "Fuck you, I quit." <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I, I love them and I love the, <laughs> their opportunity. They them giving me the opportunity to to work for them. But he just wants to work. But for I do want to do my own thing. He doesn't. He doesn't hate his job. I love he just you guys. hates working for like the man. Yeah, <laughs> I just want to be completely free. Yeah. You know? So maybe not fuck you, but he's going to be like, I'm yeah. the bitches. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'll stay per diem. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But uh, yeah, I'm fiending to get outside, honestly. It's so beautiful here. It's like 70 degrees. Yeah. And you can kind of see if you look over our shoulders, you can see the windows. It's so bright and sunny. It's been like two weeks here in New England where we've just had clouds. Are we Seattle or? <laughs> yeah, or England. <laughs> uh, we're, not, we're not New England anymore. You know, we're the old England. You know England has a Taunton? They, yeah. And I they do. also have a Bridgewater. They, uh, Taunton Castle, that's a thing. I was reading, I was reading a history book. Uh, my mother-in-law found a, a book from 1930 on Taunton history. And it was very, very, very interesting. And they, they kind of compared it to the King and Taunton and everything. And like, huh. yeah, it's an interesting read. It's short. You know, I got through it in like a half hour. And uh, I learned that hemp has never been a textile exported from Taunton. Hmm. Until now. Until now. Don't, don't, don't. <laughs> we'll catch you guys later. Peace.